Okay, so I want to just preface before we get into this episode and start anything. I don't know what's going on with my mic, but for the first like six minutes of this podcast, basically me doing like the life update in the intro, the mic is making this like really weird noise. It's not high pitched or really annoying. So if you're wearing AirPods or any earbuds, it's not going to hurt your ears, but it kind of comes in and out. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't last the entire podcast. I do apologize. I just didn't feel like re-recording the entire intro all over again for like six minutes of messed up audio. So I'm so sorry. I apologize now, but just know that it doesn't go like that the entire episode. So please stay tuned for the entire episode. Thank you. Hi guys. Welcome back to Through Her Lens podcast. Today I am feeling a little bit more low energy than usual. Partly because it's been so hot in Virginia, and then on top of that, I'm also moving. So I'm in a transitional period again, and I just never really do well with those. Excuse me. I don't know what it is about those, but I just don't handle them well. So I'm just a little bit tired, more so mentally than physically tired. And I'm trying my best to push through it. I really wanted to get an episode out because I've been doing so well with putting these out every single week and making sure they're on time. So I didn't want to just end that consistency I had going on. But I wanted to be very honest with my mood. Um, I'm going to try my very best to not sound like this the entire podcast and to try to sound a little bit more perky. But I also value authenticity, as I've said before on this podcast. So I'm giving you guys me at face value, take it or leave it kind of situation is what we're going through right now. So yeah, anyway, let's just get into the podcast. I want to start with a life update, of course. Um, If this wasn't obvious, this is another solo episode. I have a couple more guests lined up, but I've kind of wanted to do a few more solo episodes because I've had people ask me more so about my film journey and my experiences. So I'm really hoping you guys are enjoying these solo episodes as much as I am. They're really fun to record, and I enjoy talking. I don't like hearing myself talk, but I do enjoy talking about my personal experiences. So, yeah. (laughs) Let's just get into the life update. So, I have moved into my apartment finally. I finally did it. And I said this earlier, but I'm in a transitional period where I'm trying to find another job up in that area that my apartment is in, because last year with COVID... I wasn't able to find a job, so I was commuting back and forth from my hometown, which is an hour away from the city that I live in for school, and that was just really messy. So now I'm trying my hardest to, like, fully commit to living up in my um, college town. So I'm trying to get that set up and, like, jobs lined up and things like that so that I can fully be successful this semester because last year I was not. So, yeah, I'm dealing with a lot of changes, and with that comes some stress and a little bit of sadness because I have a job down here in my hometown, and I've had this job for three years now, and I'm really sad to say goodbye to it, but at the same time, I'm not because, for those of you that don't know, I work in a restaurant, and ever since the pandemic, working in a restaurant has become like 10,000 times harder. People have become more impatient, a little more rude, and... Now, with the vaccinations that are happening, there's a lot more people coming out, and we're having a lot bigger party sizes and crowds. And if you don't know this, but in America, we're having an issue with staff. Restaurants really can't get anybody to come work. We've put out so many different hiring signs and just different 
outreaches to let people know that we're looking for employees and we're just not getting that same level of employment. We're not getting that same level of staff that come back to us every single year. We're not as staffed as we used to be. I usually have about like maybe 10, sometimes 16 servers on a really good night, like in the restaurant. I now have about four to about six. That's like the most that I have. So like restaurants are incredibly, incredibly short staffed. And a lot of people aren't understanding that. I'm noticing that the younger generations are obviously a lot more understanding because they're fully aware of the situation. However, the older generations just aren't as understanding with it and they're not as patient. They're used to what they're used to and they're not really good with change. So I'm having to constantly explain things like we're short staffed and why we can't take large party sizes and my job has just become so much more draining. It makes me not wanna work there anymore and I hate it because like I said, I've had this job for years and I've enjoyed it, but things are changing and they're not necessarily positive changes. It's just becoming a lot more stressful and people are just being so much more rude to me. And I hate that. I really, I really hate that. It makes me not want to work at this job anymore, even though I love it. Like, I love what I do. I'm, I like working in a restaurant. I worked at one since I was 16. So the idea of having to leave this makes me really sad, but at the same time, this really isn't benefiting me, and I'm kind of starting to hate this job. And on top of that, like I said, I want to start living more in my college town when I'm supposed to and not be commuting back and forth. So that's kind of just where my life is at. I'm a little bit stressed, a little bit sad sometimes, and just really low energy constantly. But that's just all a part of life and dealing with change, which actually is the topic of today's episode. I wanted to talk more about just change overall because that's really a recurring theme in your 20s is there's going to be a lot of change. And then to add to that, we're also coming out of COVID, not fully, but we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and life is changing again for us. And everyone that I've talked to recently is just kind of like, life feels weird. Like Emma Emma Chamberlain just made a podcast episode about life feels weird right now and it's just her talking about how COVID has changed her schedule and her life and her social battery. And then I was talking to Ashton about it and she's like, life just feels itchy right now. Like those were her exact words, where life feels itchy. And I fully get that. I think that life is just really weird and everyone's kind of in this like transitional phase, but it's been one of the longest transitional phases we've ever had to deal with because we've been in it for like a year and a half. And so everything's weird. Everyone that I've caught up with recently is just dealing with something and really all I can just say is like life, like Ashton said, life feels itchy right now. So I really want to dive into that in today's episode and I hope that you guys enjoy it. So sit back, get very comfortable and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi guys, we're just going to take a quick break from the episode and I just wanted to Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you are not currently subscribed to it, please do that now so you can stay up to date on all future episodes. Also, I am a one-man band. I want to just kind of remind you guys of that, that I do all these episodes on my own. I reach out to the guest. I create the episode content. I also record on my own and edit. So if you guys want to continue to support me and this podcast, please feel free to donate. All links to how you can donate will be below. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get back to the episode. Guys, please don't hate me when I say this, but I'm like I said, I'm going to be very realistic in this podcast, and I might sound like a little bit of a downer, 
but I feel like being in your 20s right now in this day and age just sucks more than ever. Like your 20s has always sucked. It's It's been known to be like you're really broke and you're really lost and really confused. It's been like that for decades. This is nothing new. But now we're dealing with COVID and the after effects of it on top of those like regular 20 something struggles and it just sucks like majorly like the economy is bad so now it's impossible to move out of your parents house because nobody in the united states who is working a like minimum wage job full-time can afford a two-bedroom apartment nobody like that sounds so awful because it is honestly like it's terrible nobody can afford to live in america it's too freaking expensive so Life just kind of sucks for us. And then on top of that, like we're dealing with post-COVID changes and having to learn how to be social again. And we're already the most like anti-social generation ever. So like we're really not wanting to be social after being isolated for a year and a half. It's weird. Times are weird. A lot is changing. So I really just want to talk about all of those changes. I'm going to talk about the changes that just regularly occur in your 20s, like your friends having children and getting married and scattering about the country. And then I'm also going to talk about just like post-COVID and that change because that's something that's totally different that nobody else really can relate to. No other generations really had to go through this. So it's a lot that we're going to talk about today. Today's episode might be a little bit heavy. It might be a little bit thought-provoking, maybe a little bit of both. I hope it makes somebody feel better and you feel a little bit more comforted. This idea actually came to me through reconnecting with a lot of my friends slash family members Now that everybody's getting vaccinated, I'm able to connect with them again. And we've been talking and everyone's talking about how life just feels kind of like transitional and weird. As Ashton put it, it feels itchy. She just texted me now. She said she wants to go home and get like five tattoos now because she does not know how to deal with life and its itchiness. She needs a change. She needs something. So yeah, we're just going to sit here. We're going to talk about change today. That's what we're going to get into. And I'm really excited about it. That's where this idea came from was of just my friends and family and then also a TikTok video that I watched. I'll try and link it in the description below. But this girl was just like, can we please talk about things that happen in your 20s, like all the changes that happen in your 20s that no one talks about? Like your friends having babies and you having to mourn your past friendship because now that your friend has a kid, things are going to change. And I was like, yes, I relate to that because I just have a, I had a best friend I have a best friend. Wow, we're getting too carried away, Bryce. We're too passionate. Calm down. I have a best friend who just had a baby in January. And I remember her telling me that. And I was just so upset. But I didn't let her know that I was upset. So Olivia, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. This is your first time hearing about me being upset about you being pregnant. But honestly, nobody prepares you for when your best friend is going to call you at night and all she's going to do is put you on FaceTime, and you're not going to see her face. You're going to see two pregnancy tests that say positive, and I'm not making this up. My best friend really did that to me. She really FaceTimed me and was like, didn't say anything. It was just two pregnancy tests on her bathroom counter that read positive, and I didn't say a single thing. My jaw was just on the ground the entire time, but I remember that night like it was yesterday. I remember just sitting there and listening to her talk because I didn't want to do anything to freak her out or to scare her. I was trying to gauge how she felt about it first. Because here's the interesting thing about your 20s. Things like pregnancy are kind of a two-sided coin. 
people can be really happy about having a baby and excited and some people can be really upset because it may not have been a planned thing. This might have been like the biggest wrench in their plans. So I never know when to celebrate these things or if this is a moment where I should be bringing over a tub of ice cream and crying on the couch with said friend. So I was waiting to gauge her emotions first and then proceed with caution. So once I assessed the situation and found out that she was definitely scared, but she was still going to go through with it, I tried to do my best to help her in every way that I could and just listen to her. But I remember ending that phone call and going downstairs to my mother and just bawling my eyes out because I was so upset that things were going to change between me and my best friend that I had known since I was 14, 15. A little backstory on our friendship. Olivia and I, like I said, I've known each other since we were like 14 or 15. She moved here from Ohio and I was like her first friend outside of her cousin that lived here. And Olivia was a wild child. She was my very spontaneous friend. I could hit her up at any time of day and she was down for whatever. We would go and do whatever. And I'm very surprised that we did not end up dead in a ditch somewhere because we definitely did a lot of things that we probably shouldn't have. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, I will disclose those when I feel safe, i.e. when I am married, probably, and way, way, way out of your house. (laughs) But yeah, Olivia and I, that was my really wild child best friend. She was very spontaneous, very fun, and she's about to have a baby. And you can't really be spontaneous and wild child and fun when you're having a baby. You got to be an adult. So I knew immediately our friendship was going to change. And I cried to my mom about it because Olivia was the only friend that I had like that. I didn't have that many friends because at this point in time, this was a year ago. So I'm like 21 and I'm not really in my four-year university yet. I'm still in a community college, so I have friends, but not really. I really just have the majority of my high school friends left. And... I was upset. It was like, dang, my most fun friend is now like out for the count. It felt like watching your favorite NFL player just get injured and now they're out of the season. Like, dang, bro, you had to get pregnant. So, (laughs) but when she told me, like I said, I wasn't upset to her face, but I definitely did cry about it for a couple of days because I knew things were going to change and I didn't know how to handle that. I didn't know how to process it. And I literally sat in my mother's arms. Like I wasn't able to stand. I was on the floor crying in my mom's arms like a baby. And she just sat there as loving as she could be and she reassured me that our friendship would still last things would be okay and all i can do right now for her is just be there and i know that that was definitely hard for my mom to hear that my best friend was pregnant because my mom also loved my best friend like it was her second daughter her and olivia bonded over their hatred of corn dogs because they don't like the breading around it um a couple other things I forget there's so many other weird things that my mom and Olivia oh yeah their love for oatmeal cream pies my mom used to keep them in the house for her as well and will always share them with her so I know that hearing that she was pregnant was definitely really weird for my mom as well as it was weird for me so yeah I just remember crying in mom's arms and she was trying to reassure me that our friendship was going to be okay and that I just needed to be there for her and give it some time but I just I couldn't get past the fact that my best friend like I I felt like I was losing her and I know that that sounds so dramatic because she's only having a baby, but it, it's true. I was losing a part of her. She wasn't going to be that spontaneous person anymore. She couldn't. So I mourned our friendship and I felt guilty for it because I'm like, I know that I should be happy for her because obviously as Olivia got further into her pregnancy and started seeing more sonograms that were detailed of her baby's face, she was more excited and I was trying to be excited for her. But at the same time, 
I was very scared and I was very emotional about the loss of our friendship. I was mourning our friendship like it was a death or something. And it it kind of was because that part of our friendship, that era was over for us. We weren't going to be able to have those crazy nights anymore. And then on top of that, she ended up moving back to Ohio with her family so they could help her take care of the baby. So then I just didn't get to see my friend anymore. And it was a lot. I felt really sad. And while that was all happening, I also was transferring to a different college and I just moved out of my parents' house for the first time. So I was just really depressed. And then COVID was going on, so I couldn't find a job. So a lot of changes were happening at once and it was really, really, really bad. I didn't like that. So change was very uncomfortable for me. Um, And then in relation to just other changes, now I'm still dealing with change. My other best friend, Ashton, has a boyfriend and they're thinking about getting married. And I'm excited for her. Once again, it's a situation where I'm like, I'm excited for her, but this guy wasn't the guy that I really pictured her with. And it's not that I hate him. I think that he's a great guy. I think that he's great for her. It's just that this isn't the kind of guy that I pictured for her. So seeing them together is just really weird. And it's just, I didn't picture her in this lifestyle, especially not this soon because we're only 22 and she's considering marriage. So I'm just like, this is so weird. And I'm trying to be happy for her and I'm trying to be supportive because she will come to me and ask questions about just relationship stuff. And I'm trying to be a really good friend, but at the same time, I really just want to scream, please don't get married. Please just wait for a second because she's very traditional like I am and Um, she's very Christian and very, a good Christian child, honestly. So she definitely believes, as do I, when you get married, you're supposed to leave everything else and kind of like cleave to your husband. And so I can't really get mad at her when she wants to spend a lot more time with him than she does me because that's someone that she's thinking of potentially marrying. So it's really hard to adjust to that because she's also an introvert. And so she has a very minimal very low social battery and she's kind of giving out a lot of her social energy to her boyfriend and not so much me anymore so I kind of just feel like a only child that now just got a sibling and I hate it and I'm like take that thing back where it came from I want all the attention back on me and I feel selfish when I think about that sometimes because my friend is very happy she's the happiest I've ever seen her but at the same time I feel like I'm losing her a little bit and our friendship is kind of just like dissipating into thin air same thing with Olivia when she said she's having a baby I just feel like our our friendship was dissipating into thin air because now I have to share Olivia with a baby and then I have to share Ashton with her boyfriend slash possible fiance slash future husband kind of situation so I'm just not very happy right now I'm I'm happy but I'm not happy and I like I said I feel guilty for that because My friends are doing great things and I'm happy for them. But on the same side, I'm also not doing those same things. I'm in a different position where I'm focused on my career more than they are. And so I'm battling different battles that they don't understand. And then same thing with me. They're battling different battles that I don't understand. So it just feels like there's a disconnect in all of my friendships right now. And it sucks. Because that's the thing about in your 20s that nobody talks about. Everyone's confused and lost, but we're all confused and lost in different areas. We're all doing different things. We share the common denominator of being confused in all of them, but we're just doing different things. It's weird. So yeah, that's kind of just where I'm at with my friendships and just change overall. I'm having to deal with like friends getting married and friends moving away and friends having babies. It's a really, really weird situation. And I'm trying my best to get through that. I'm trying to remind myself that it's okay to feel sad about mourning a friendship because like that part of our friendship is dying. That is happening. But at the same time, I'm trying to also balance being happy for them and not being a Debbie Downer. Because if it were me, 
I would want my friends to be happy for me. So that's all that I can really say on that. So moving on, I kind of want to just stay on the topic of friendship, but also move on from change. I don't know, it's, this is a really weird transition. I'm having an off day, so my transitions are not as clean as they usually are. But I really just want to talk about kind of balancing your own life changes while also trying to maintain your friendships. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, as I mentioned previously, my friends are going through changes, but as am I. I just transferred colleges. I'm starting in my career and I'm getting more opportunities to advance further in my career. And that's been really fun. And I've been really focused on it. But at the same time, I've also kind of forgotten about my friends and family sometimes. There have been times where I haven't spoken to my best friend Olivia for like months because I was just so busy doing other things. And I just have these like seasons in our friendship where we just don't talk to each other because we're so busy. And I used to get mad about it, and I'd hate that we do that to each other because it's like, bro, when we were in high school, I talked to you every single day. I couldn't imagine going a second without telling you every single thing about my life. And now it's like we can go through months without talking and not even realize until like a major life event happens. And we're like, oh, shit, we haven't talked in months, dude. And that's so weird for me because that's just like not how me and my friends operate. But as you get older, you're going to learn that like you're going to have to learn how to balance your changes that are happening in your life and friendships and things like that and it's weird because I don't know I didn't think that I would ever have this sort of issue until I was like 30. I don't know why I put it that far back in my life but I really didn't think I was going to have these balancing issues until like 30. Nope I'm having them now and I know that once I figure it out whatever that means I'm doing air quotes figure it out I guess I should say get better at managing it I will be better at balancing communicating with my family and friends while also focusing on my goals and going through changes on my own because for some people especially I would say for myself whenever I'm going through something I tend to want to isolate myself and handle it on my own which isn't really the best thing for me because I suffer from depression so when I do that I get really upset and then I realize like months later when I come out of that and I get over the change or I've conquered whatever it is I have to like catch up with my friends and family and I feel so bad when I do that Like recently, I had a cousin that just came back into town and we were so close growing up. Like we've been close since we were like four or five. Mind you, she's like three years older than me, so give or take some years. But we've been close since we were basically in single digits. And she's so close to me, we're basically like sisters. People literally in our family would refer to us as like sisters because we were that close. But recently, I think like 2019, we pretty much just fell off and I haven't talked to her since 2019. So when she came over the other day and we were talking, I just remember we went out to lunch and I thought, you know, okay, that's it. We're going to go about our day and it's, it is what it is. But I parked the car and she looks over me. She looks over at me with these really sad eyes. And she's just like, do you want to come inside for a second? Like, do you want to talk? I don't want to stop hanging out just yet. And I was like, yeah, okay. And we just sat and we talked and then she had to go to an appointment because she's getting married. So she had to tour some venues But um, she was like, hey, like, do you still want to hang out after I finish or do you want to go on the tour with me? And I was like, no, 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 Um, I'm going to let you and, you know, your mom have this. This is your mother-daughter time. We can hang out after, though. And so she came over after and we talked again for hours and hours and hours. She came over at like 7-ish and then she didn't leave until like 10, 30, 11. And I was perfectly okay with that because we haven't talked in so long and we're talking and she's just like why did we fall off like whatever happened we don't talk anymore and I was like I don't know I just got really busy because we're catching each other up on our lives like 
she got engaged, she graduated from grad school, she started working in speech therapy, and now she lives in Texas with her fiance. And it's like, she got busy, and then I started going into film school, and I started getting all these like interesting projects, and I have a podcast now. And it's just like, we got really busy, we kind of just sort of forgot about each other. It was no malice or any like bad intention or bad blood between us, we just sort of forgot about each other. And we both felt so guilty. Like, it was so weird, and I was just like, I'm so sorry that we didn't talk for so long. So, now that me and her have caught up, we are like, definitely are trying to try our hardest to stay in contact, and we're texting each other currently, <laughs> and I've, I've missed her, so I'm so glad that she's back, but I realize I have a lot more of these moments where me and my friends or my family won't talk for a couple of months, and then we catch back up with each other, and I just feel bad about it because I got busy. I was hyper-fixating on my career and my life. So I'm still trying to figure out that balance between handling change while also keeping my family in the loop. And I feel like that's just so hard for me because I'm a perfectionist and I don't want to show any imperfection or any struggles in my life. I just want everyone to see the happy parts. And that's just not idealistic. That's not very realistic. It's not healthy. It's not healthy to do that. They're my friends and family. They are allowed to see my imperfections and my flaws and the issues and my struggles. They also want to be there to help me. So... The fact that I'm shutting them out isn't really the nicest thing, and I'm working on that. I want everybody to know that's listening to this podcast, if you're a 20-something and you keep having these phases of shutting people out and then coming back and you have to catch up with them, it's normal. It's really just you trying to figure out how to balance having your own life outside of them while also still trying to include them because you really didn't have to do that so much. When we were in high school, it was like, okay, you lived with your parents, so they kind of knew everything that was going on for the most part. There were a couple things you probably kept from them, but for the most part, they saw you every day, so you kind of had to keep them in the loop. Now that a lot of us either don't live with our parents or we kind of have our own lives outside of them, it's been really weird trying to keep them in the loop, and it's been kind of hard trying to keep them in the loop because we're just so focused on trying to get things right and get our life set up and get a solid foundation for our 30s because that's how I was always viewing my 20s. I was viewing it as like, this is where you build the foundation for your 30s. You work hard in your 20s and you can play hard in your 30s, but I'm starting to see that that's just not realistic and I'm just trying to learn more so balance than anything. And that's been the really hard part of being a 20-something is just learning how to balance. So now I kind of want to transition into just talking about change within the realm of post-COVID life. I know that we're not fully out of the tunnel, um, but we're, we're getting very close with the vaccinations and everything like that. I just really want to talk about this because I recently just listened to an episode of an Amber, Emma Chamberlain podcast. Good God, I cannot see that woman's name right today. Emma Chamberlain just did a podcast episode on life being weird right now because of like post-COVID. And I'm so glad that she made it because I thought I was the only person feeling like this. Now that we're able to see our friends and family... I feel like a lot of us have a much lower social battery than we used to. And for those of you that don't know, social battery is this term that's basically like how it's your capacity to be social, basically. It's how much energy you have, like a phone battery. Like we're not on full charge anymore. A lot of us are running pretty low on social capacity. We can't handle as many outings as we used to or even just like any kind of interaction with people is really draining for us. And I feel like this is a huge thing with my generation because we already were pretty antisocial. I feel like COVID just kind of made it worse because we were isolated for so long and we just got used to being alone and we're okay with it that now that we're able to socialize, we kind of don't know how anymore. 
And it's also changed the way that we socialize because I mentioned this in like a couple podcast episodes previously. When I went to college, um, I experienced college basically like community college pre-pandemic, but I didn't experience four-year university college, like college experience, like typical college experience. I didn't experience that pre-pandemic. I experienced it pandemic and I wasn't able to make those like connections and friendships that everybody talks about and they value for years and years to come. I didn't get to do that. So now that COVID is starting to lift, I'm very nervous about making new friends. I almost kind of sort of forgot how to do that slash talk to people. Same thing with dating. I have forgotten how to talk to guys slash have guys talk to me and be approached. It's a very weird thing because I've gotten so used to just being by myself and I have my own routine that is just involving me in my own thing. So now that COVID is starting to kind of, I don't want to say lift because we're still, like I said, in the middle of it, but now that we're starting to ease up on the isolation and we're able to go out a little more, I find that I can't. So when my cousin hit me up and was like, hey, I'm back in town, let's hang out. At first I was like, oh my God, yes, I want to hang out with her. I'm never going to see her again. Not never, but I don't know when I'm going to see her again. I should hang out with her. But another part of me was like, oh, do we really want to? Like, I'm a little tired. Just the idea of that makes me really tired because I haven't really been hanging out with people as much. I've really just been working. And even with work, I don't want to go into work as much anymore. I know people are now having to like go back to the office and I know that nobody really wants to. And it's, it's hard because for a long time, we were just so used to not being productive. And it was okay. We had to be okay with that. And now I've, I, I got okay with that. I got comfortable with not having so much to do. And now that we're resuming normal life, I now have a crap ton of things to do and I don't know how to handle it. That's one thing I noticed with my anxiety. It's gotten a lot worse because during COVID, I was an anxious mess because I didn't have anything to do. I wasn't working. I wasn't in school because school had ended like maybe two months into the pandemic. I didn't know what to do with all this free time because I had never had it or I, I hadn't had it since I was like six. So now that I no longer have as much free time because I'm working again, I'm very selfish with it. I find that I don't want to go out as much anymore. I feel like I don't have enough free time anymore. Even though I will sit for hours and hours on hours doing nothing, I still feel like it's not enough. I don't have whole days or whole weeks to myself and I miss that. So going back to work has been really annoying. Trying to see friends has been really annoying because I can't, like I used to be able to go out with my friends every single night. Like I remember when I was um, like 19 or 20 and my friends and I, we would just spend our entire summers off from like high school or college, whatever. We would just spend our time off in the summer just like hanging out every single night. We would do something every single night. And I remember my mom asking me like, Bryce, are you going to come home for dinner at some point? Like she had to ask that question a lot. Like, are you ever coming home for dinner with me at some point? Like I had to have scheduled nights eating dinner with her. I'm pretty sure. And now I can't do that anymore. I can't even imagine going out every single night with my friends. It just feels so weird. I don't have the energy anymore and I don't like that. It makes me really, I don't know, unhappy because I want to see my friends. I want that social interaction, but I also don't. I really want a lot more like alone time. I really don't want to be bothered and I feel like a hermit when I say that. So I know that at some point I will get back to my old self, but it's definitely been really weird. And like I said, it made my anxiety really weird because now that I'm moving and I'm having to transition between things, I have like 
constant to-do list on my desk and just looking at that thing gives me anxiety because like I said, I went from having nothing to do to a lot to do and my brain doesn't know how to handle that. It doesn't know how to process that switch or just to shift back. And I don't know what the key to it is. If somebody knows, please DM me because I feel like I'm struggling and I'm just constantly low energy. And I really hope that this podcast is making people feel better once again because if you're feeling like this right now, I I want you to know that it's completely normal and you're not alone. I'm also feeling this way. Emma Chamberlain is feeling this way. Uh, My best friends, both of them are feeling this way. I think the entire world is just feeling super drained right now. And I think everybody needs to keep that in mind. And I just hope that everybody is a lot nicer to each other now that we are starting to come out of this. And I just, I don't know. I'm very hopeful for the future, but I'm also very anxious about it because it's a lot more interaction that we, it's, we're having a lot more interactions than we used to. And I'm not sure how everyone's going to respond to that. I know some people are probably okay with it. They've been dying to go out and party. And we kind of joked about it throughout the pandemic. But now that I actually can, it feels just very daunting. Everything feels so daunting now. And I wasn't prepared for that. If you guys agree, please let me know. Reach out to me um, on the Instagram, which I need to mention. I keep forgetting. I meant to mention this in the beginning of the podcast. The old Instagram got hacked because I am terrible at passwords, apparently, according to my father. I need to make stronger ones. I made a new one. I will link it in the description below, and please follow that new one if you hear anything from the old one. I had it deleted. I've, I hope that it does get deleted. I hope that the hacker doesn't find a way to like redo it, but disregard the old one, and please do follow the new one and keep up with all updates on the new one, so... That's a quick side note. But yeah, if you guys are feeling this way, please let me know. Reach out to me on the Instagram. The Instagram. Wow, I sound like my dad. Reach out to me through Instagram and let me know. But yeah, that's really all that I have for you guys in today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed recording it. I enjoyed getting to talk to you in the most realistic and authentic way possible because these are things that have been kind of plaguing my mind for the past two, three weeks and have been kind of like weighing on me. So just talking about it definitely made me feel a lot better. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for next week's episode because I'm trying to bring in a lot more guests. Um, I'm probably not going to do a solo episode. There's also a potential episode with my father. He has been asking slash I think it's a decent idea. I'm not going to say it's a great idea because I don't want him to have the biggest smile on his face that he probably has right now. But um. There's a potential episode with my dad. I think that you guys will really enjoy that one because, not going to lie, he's a very interesting man. He's very funny, and he does have a lot to share, and I think that it will be a very valuable episode. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more guests, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, that's all I got. Bye, guys.